New on Curiosity Stream. Have researchers figured out a mathematical formula for success? A clearer understanding of how success happens could lead us to change the rules. Gain a new perspective on getting ahead. It's science of success. And the U.S. won the space race, but not without help from the Nazis. They were just years ahead of us. Meet NASA's rocket scientists of the Third Reich on the moon landing and the Nazis. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. This is Charlotte, your host for the New High Show on Education. Give thanks always. I want to encourage you, especially for our children. I am so honored to be part of the New Heights Educational Group. The mission of the New Heights Educational Group Incorporated is to promote literacy for children and adults by offering a range of educational support services. Such services include assisting families in the selection of schools, organization of educational activities, and acquisition of materials. We promote a healthy learning environment and enrichment program for families of preschool and school-aged children, including children with special needs. The New Heights Educational Group offers support to all students, whether in public schools, private schools, charter schools, or home schools. Each week, this show will explore new topics on Common Core. Today's discussion will focus on why America's governors opted for Common Core, or were American governors deceived? Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Now to today's topic, why America's governors opted for Common Core. And before we get started, many of you may have heard this information, but it's worth repeating. As background, Amendment 10 of the United States Constitution guarantees that states have sovereignty over the education of their children. The 1965 Elementary and Secondary Education Act, a federal law, forbids the setting up of a national curriculum. 
I need to repeat that. The 1965 Elementary and Secondary Education Act, a federal law, forbids the setting up of a national curriculum. Also, the 1979 Department of Education Organizational Act, Section 1013, states that parents have the primary responsibility for the education of their children, and states, localities, and private institutions have the primary responsibility for supporting the parental role. Section 103B of the same act says, no provision of a program administered by the Secretary of the Department of Education or by any other officer of the Department of Education shall be construed to authorize the Secretary of Education or any such officers to exercise any direction, or control over the curriculum, control over program of instruction, control over administration or personnel of any educational institution or school or school system, over any accrediting agency, over association or the selection of content of library resources, textbooks, or other instructional materials by any educational institution or school system, except to the extent authorized by law. So where were our governors in the beginning? Collectively, governors of America were concerned about the consistency of educational standards across states' lines and how United States students' academic performance compared to students in other industrialized countries. The Common Core State, and I place that in quotes, Standards Initiative is an educational assembly in the United States that details what kindergarten through 12th grade students should know in English, language arts, and mathematics at the end of each grade. The initiative is sponsored by the National Governors Association. You will see NGA a lot as we talk about over the United States and Common Core. And the Council of Chiefs State School Officers and seeks to establish consistent educational standards across the states as well as ensure that students graduating from high school are college and career ready. What about life ready? The National Governors Association is a bipartisan organization of the nation's governors. Through the National Governors Association, governors share best practices, speak with a collective voice on national policy, and develop innovative solutions that improve state government and support the principle of federalism. According to facts and experiences compiled in the book, The Cult of Common Core, Obama's final solution for your child's mind and our country's exceptionalism by Brad McQueen, 
he noted in 2009, the Obama administration dangled a big bag of stimulus money, exactly $4.3 billion in the governor's spaces. The money was supposed to target shovel-ready jobs, infrastructure improvements such as highways and bridges, and to save teachers' jobs. Along with the $4.3 billion carrot came the stick of a new centralized vision for reforming education in the country, and this new reformation was to be headed by many of the same people who worked with then-State Senator Obama in the Chicago public school system several years earlier. So a competitive process was set up for race to the top funds. It was set up and states were to compete, but if they competed, they had to agree to four major changes in their education policies as a requirement to even apply for the stimulus money. Money can be the root to all bad. In their application, the governor had, of each state had to agree to, number one, adopt the not-yet-written Common Core standards. How do you adopt standards that have not been validated? Number two, they had to band together with other states into a testing consortium where Common Core-approved groups would design tests to assess the not-yet-written standards. Number three, they had to set up NSA-like data suctioning system. For those of you who don't know what NSA is, it's National Security Agency. So one of the requirements of the governors, they had to agree to set up statewide data suctioning system called the Statewide Longitudinal Data System to suction all manner of information about your children, your family, and your children's teacher in the Common Core machine. Number four, our governors had to certify that they had no laws on the book barring the federal government government from linking the achievement of our student data to teacher and principal evaluation. Further, to entice states even the more, the United States Department of Education also planned to award an extra $5.6 billion in additional grants through several federal programs to states that fall in line with the current administration's plans to fundamentally transform education in our country. In addition, the United States Department of Education also gave for Common Core the opting out waivers that would exempt states from certain conditions of burdensome federal education regulations and their penalties like those in No Child Left Behind. So, with the Great Recession of 2008, cash strapped states who had targeted education departments for cost-saving cutbacks in 19 in 2009 46 governors 
opted for and agreed to adopt the yet-to-be-written Common Core Standards. Standing strong against federal coercion, and we need to give these governors a shout-out, were the governors of Alaska, Texas, Nebraska, and Virginia. They refused to opt into the Common Core plan. Remember, before Common Core came along, each state created its own academic standards that spelled out what every child should know by the end of each grade. Not only were adults concerned, but children are now concerned about Common Core. And what I want you to do now is listen to what children have to say about Common Core. is not telling the truth. He says House Bill 487 fixed all the problems with Common Core. Somehow, they all forgot about the most important part of education, the children. You see, Governor Kasich and Ohio lawmakers put a protection in House Bill 487 for districts, schools, and teachers. They can't be punished by the park scores next spring. They call it Safe Harbor. They all agree that the Common Core Park Test aren't good enough to grade the grown-ups, but they are good enough to punish us the children. Governor Kasich, whose kids go to a private school, says he doesn't know if the park test is any good. But the Ohio Department of Education just signed a new four-year contract with Park. The State Board of Education announced that the test scores won't even be back till spring of 2016, but my district says that the park test scores will be used to place kids in math and reading classes. They say I have to pass the park reading test or I'll get held back in third grade. Somebody is not telling the truth. Ohio students can't afford to lose another year of education to this experiment. Governor Kasich. Listen to our parents. Honor your oath to protect all Ohio children. By signing House Bill 597, you can stop this abuse. But will you, Governor? This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Now, these are our children asking the governor, will you listen, Governor Casey? So we see children along with parents, teachers, Various government leaders and citizens at large are deeply concerned with the way America is going with its education policy. There is a growing groundswell of people asking their governors and their legislators to repeal Common Core. On June 5th of last year, 2014, Oklahoma Governor Mary Fallon signed the strongest repeal bill in the country, having passed overwhelmingly in that state's House and Senate. In Ohio, we have Representative Andy Thompson, who has introduced Substitute House Bill 297 to repeal Common Core. 
and this is the substitute bill for the House Bill 597 that the children were talking about. Also, in a June 5, 2014 press release, he stated, Ohioans have been frustrated by our state's lack of action on Common Core. Oklahoma's repeal of Common Core is courageous and hopefully contagious. I call upon my fellow legislators and our governor to reexamine where we stand and to recognize that our effort is not going away until repeal is a reality. According to Wikipedia, as of June 18, 2014, four states have repealed or are withdrawing from Common Core. Nine additional states have legislation in some stages of the process that will repeal Common Core participation. In every state, there are brave state legislators who are challenging their governors with legislation to disentangle their state's children from the snare of Common Core. They need your support and voices. Let's give voice. Let's take action. This concludes our show on why our governors opted into Common Core. Now for the announcements for the New Heights Educational Group. A special thank you to Marshalls for their support and the recent $5,000 donation. Thank you to all that donate your time and care so much about our wonderful organization. Also, interactive classes are available. Soon you will see an entire list of pre-recorded interactive classes on our New Heights Educational Group site. Please visit our site often for updates. Wanted and needed volunteers or paid tutors and or teachers are needed in Defiance County. Contact us directly to volunteer. Student leadership opportunities are available. We have a student advisory group, students 7 to 13 years of old with a GPA of 3.0. Also, we have a student leadership council, students grades 9 to 12, and college students 19 to 23 years of age with a minimum GPA of 3.0. We are planning a meeting soon in the month. Please contact us as soon as possible if you want to participate. The New Heights Educational Group has published its first book, One Nonprofit's Journey to Success. It is an inspiring story of the New Heights Educational Group and its rise as a nonprofit organization. Please visit our site for information on how you can purchase this inspiring book. The New Heights Educational Group has partnered with Everyone On to bring low-cost Internet service and computer costs to families in need. Along with discovering free courses to help you learn how to use the computers, you can visit us at www.everyoneon.newheightseducation to learn more about Everyone On or contact New Heights Educational Group at the New Heights Education at yahoo.com 
or call 419-786-0247. The New Heights Educational Group has partnered with the Second and Seven Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization based in Columbus, Ohio. Headed by former Ohio State football players Lou Fickle, Ryan Miller, and Mike Fable, the foundation promotes literacy by giving free books to kids in need. The program began in central Ohio and now reaches across the United States. Part of the program, student athletes visit second graders, read to them, and give each of them a free new book provided by the foundation to take home. New Heights Educational Group student Tyler Spangler will be an ambassador and is an ambassador for this program. We want to thank you and invite the audience to tune in next week for Thankful Thursday show with another topic on Common Core. See you next week. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. At One Day University, we feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com.